Welcome to the Zone Former Podcast. I'm your host, Alfred Tabax, uh, joined again by my co-host, Andy Spatiri. Hello, everybody. We've been gone for a while. Uh, missed E3, uh, missed the week before. Just do, that was all on me. Missed a lot of stuff because of my wedding and, and setting everything up. But I'm back now. Um, mm-hmm. And I'm married. And We've been gone, but we're back to take over the world. Yep. So we're all good to go. Uh, so we're just going to talk about E3, and then we'll get into our results for the predictions and stuff. I'm thinking about punishments uh, later because uh, I'm not going to give away the results, but uh, went about how I thought it would. Um, though I'm glad it went down the way it did because uh, I was really worried again. Uh, but let's just mm-hmm. kind of go through everything that Nintendo released at E3 then. Uh, just announced or talked about and, and what our opinions on it uh, just to kind of get back into the swing thing. So one of the first things they showed besides the spotlight, um, besides the, the sizzle reel, sorry, the whole thing was called the E3 spotlight. Um, one of the first mm-hmm. things they jumped straight into was Xenoblade Chronicles 2. Um, and it looks completely different from the past two games, first of all. Uh, the art style is way, way, way different. Um, the story looks to be more straightforward than X, but more along the lines of the first Xenoblade Chronicles. Uh, I mean, it, it just it's it looks vastly different than uh, Xenoblade Chronicles X does. Uh, so uh, it it looks like a it looks like a Tales game mm-hmm. more than a Xenoblade game with the art which, style. Which um, yeah, the art style just like you didn't. Uh, I, I I can't recall if there was any um, battle footage, but there wasn't the the like little um, whatever they're called, like the little uh, spheres at the bottom of them, like the, yeah, the like the past two games have had. Yeah, the arts yeah. exactly. <clears throat> um, so yeah, that uh, I made I made some quick notes here, and I was saying it looks like the battle system has definitely changed on it because that was a that was a common thread of the first two games, um, which looks to be absent from this one. So yeah, it looks very different. It looks like a Tales game. It almost looks like a like a console bravely default even. Yeah. So, but I, I still think it's uh, I think I'll, you know I'm interested in it. I still think it's going to be good. Yeah, I'm interested to see how it ties into the first Xenoblade Chronicles because. Really, the so far the series and the two releases it's had is only the only relation has been the type of game it's been. Um, it's like mm-hmm. a JRPG about science fiction. Um, no real relation between the games. Like the, mm-hmm. the I, I think it, I think that this will continue that trend. It's very Final Fantasy in the way that it has its own um, characters and setting and whatnot. Yeah, and, and that's that's what's interesting to me. And the because I I've, I still haven't beaten the first scene of like Chronicles. I got it for the Wii. I think for my birthday last year. My wife bought it for me, and uh, so from what I could tell, the game's about, like, the two warring land masses, like, one's robots and one's humans, um, and they're just it's Yeah, giant. so th- there's definitely more to it than that. Um, basically, like, basically there was two huge um, mechs, titans. for lack of a better word, yeah. titans, yeah, and, like, you you live on them. So there was the Bionis and the Mechanis, and they're kind of like in this eternal struggle, and you find out a little bit more about um, what goes on, you know, and what started the conflict yeah. and how it ends or whatever. And then uh, X just totally, totally had something different. Oh, yeah, um, X was there like... Wasn't, uh, there wasn't anything in common at all. Actually, the Xenoblade wasn't even in there. Yeah, that's, that was confusing for me, is that 
there is no real relation between the two games other mm-hmm. than the name. Um, and the soundtrack for X was just, oh, mine is grating. Um, I liked it. Well, the the hub world, this is the same song over and over again. It was just it got yeah. I, I didn't spend a lot of time in the hub world, but I like the I like the tunes for when you're actually out in like uh, yeah, Oblivion or whatever. The, the original Xenoblade Chronicles had such a great soundtrack. Um, mm-hmm. it, it, I just want to see some of the get like the gameplay mechanics in terms of like side story and um, the side quest uh, management from X in Xenoblade Chronicles. I'm, I'm very interested to see what they do with this because like you said, so far there doesn't seem to be a relation between any of like either mm-hmm. of the games that's come out. Um, so I wonder if this I, is going to I would be. really like a side quest overhaul. I think it was I think it was bad in X and I think it was really bad in Chronicles. It was Chronicles. really bad in Chronicles, but between the yeah. two, X had the better one. X um, definitely had the better. It was an improvement, but I just like there's so many ridiculous fetch quests, like just fetch quest <laughs> on fetch quest, you know. Yeah, I'm I trying to catch. I, if you can't tell by now, like I just hate fetch quests, but uh, I hope well, that, I, I hope it's really a little bit more varied. Them. No. Yeah, it, it was. It. I'm interested again. I'm interested to see how this plays out because, like you said, it's so far it's it's following the Final Fantasy um, idea of how none of the or very few of the games relate to each other, like the the. Mm-hmm. core title games so like one two three four uh, i just want to throw looks- this out there and i know I, i'm getting ahead of myself but i'm just going to throw it out there i i still am unconvinced that this game is coming out this year yeah that's that was one of our bets and that, uh, that was one that i got because i said that, that was going to come out this year um and this has only made it you know reinforced it for me because it shows how far along they are <clears throat> um already have localization like this was all in mm-hmm. english um so, and we know that was a big problem for X, so I'm, I'm interested to see. Hopefully it comes out this year. I think um, Nintendo could did, really use a big JRPG like this. Uh, yes. Because did you notice that the voice actors were Australian? Yeah, I mean, I feel like they use a specific uh, pool whenever they do games like this. Because Monolith hmm. Soft, if you listen to the voices for uh, this game... And Xenoblade Chronicles, they're very, they're much more similar than Xenoblade Chronicles X and the other two. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm just interested to see what they do. I'm interested <clears throat> to see if you also have the option to stick with the Japanese voices or just do the English voices. Um, I'm, but, I'm a little bit surprised that it's called um, <clears throat> Xenoblade Chronicles 2. I thought they would maybe give it a subtitle or something else. Yeah. So, but. again, but that also might mean that it has a more direct relation to... Um, the what happened first, before the first game, yeah. Uh, but we'll see. Uh, I'm excited for it. It's as of right now, it's coming holiday 2017. Andy's skeptical. I'm not. Um, I have hope for this, and so far, you know, our hopes haven't been let down from some of the things that we learned at E3. We're going to get into that as we go along. Um, the next thing that kind of came out of nowhere was a Kirby game. It's just titled Kirby uh, for 2018. Yay! Coming to Switch. It looks a lot like. Uh, some of the mechanics from Crystal Shards, uh, not necessarily in the combination of the powers themselves, but being able to combine, you know, your followers with the powers that you have. Um, and that was always a really cool mechanic for me. I enjoyed that part of, of Crystal Shards, and I've been w- waiting to see them do that again. Um, but again, we don't know that much about this game. What, what, did, what were your opinions of it when you saw it? Uh, I, I mean, listen, like, uh, I don't like Kirby at all. I, in fact, I've never played a Kirby game that I've liked, including Crystal Shards. <laughs> I just, like, 
I just think Kirby's lame. I just think that they pump out Kirby games like all the time when they need a quick buck. I don't, like I generally don't think they're that good, and that a lot of effort goes into them. That's just like that's just my opinion. So like when I see a new Kirby game, I'm not, you know, I'm not super excited. Um, yeah, but you know, this this will have an audience, uh-huh. and it you know it'll it'll excite some people. So I'm probably the wrong person to ask about that. <laughs> like Kirby and Yoshi are like kind of one of the same to me, where I'm like, eh, you know, whatever. But, well, it definitely uh, looks like they're reusing uh, character model assets from like Return to Dreamland and mm-hmm. you know, all these games. The the thing that shocked me was that it's coming out for Switch and not for 3DS uh, so far as we, that we know of. Um, yeah. Because I honestly thought that they would just be like, "Hey, Kirby game for 3DS to tide you over while we're you know doing other stuff." That, well, that's exactly what I mean. That's kind of why I'm not into Kirby is because it's like it's like, oh, here's a Kirby game while you wait for this, or like we have nothing in the pipe, like play Kirby, you know. Well, that's what, you so know, that's... I, I got uh, the, uh, not the one, not Robobot, but the one before it, and I was like, yeah, you know, this was a nice, you know, four, six, seven hours it, of a game. And here's the other thing about Kirby, too, is, like, there's a different gimmick every game. It's like, there's something stupid, like, he's either riding stars, or he's, like, that little paintball thing, or he's yarn, yeah. or, like, whatever. Kirby's Ride was probably, it's probably one of my favorite GameCube games. It's and just, like, that's it's like, shameful, pick a style and stick with it, you know? Yeah. They, I feel like with Kirby, they just throw whatever against the wall and, and see what sticks, and then they make that into a video game. Which, you know, can, some people might appreciate that, but I don't know. It's, it's I don't not know, it my seems like, like, there's the main Kirby's t- titles, like this one, but then there's also the, you know, the experimentation ones. Like, they found Yarn Kirby, but then they didn't stick with that. They threw it at Yoshi, and now that's what Yoshi's got um, mm-hmm. with his games. Um, but we don't really know that much about this Kirby game. I, I don't think, I think pretty much everything we need to know is in the trailer anyways. I don't think it's going to be like a super story heavy game with a plot twist like Return of Dreamland. Um, yeah. I, I'm not expecting, I, like, I like Kirby. It's fun. It's a fun platformer. Um, it's, it's a co-op friendly game. Um, so I'm not really expecting anything different out of it. I'm excited. I wasn't like, oh man, this is great. You know, this, this is going to move systems. Um, mm-hmm. and then, uh. One, one thing I'd like to throw out there is I wrote down in my notes too, Shinya Takahashi, he's got to have the worst haircut ever, <laughs> like of anyone. Continue. <laughs> so uh, going on, then Game Freak talked about their uh, uh, their which co- their uh, Pokemon tournament deluxe DX Switch thing uh, momentarily mm-hmm. again, uh, which was you know. That was nice. We got to see that. You know, there's an audience for that. It's not me. Um, I'm awful at fighting games like that. Um, I didn't get the first one. I enjoyed it whenever I played it with someone. Uh, but, you know, it's 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 not for me. One of the things they did announce, though, is that they are making a full series, like a, a staple Pokemon game for the Switch. Um, ah, but, but did they? All they said was that they were making a Pokemon game for the Switch. No, they said it was going to be a full experience. They, they elaborated that later on um, and said that it's going to be a traditional-esque Pokemon RPG for the Switch. Um, okay, that's good. Because I was worried that yeah. we were going to get some like Coliseum game or something like that. Oh, Coliseum yeah. was great, though. I'd love to see something Col- like Coliseum's that. Coliseum's cool, but like the, the time is now. This, the Switch is the system to have a mainstream yeah. Pokemon game on. I mean, I'd like which to see still them could be the stars. formula... Like, Coliseum and Gale of Darkness were was such a break in the formula of Pokemon games um, that I'd love to see more of them. But you're you're right. I think um, first things first, they should establish themselves on a Switch with a mainline Pokemon game that's like you know X and Y, Star and Moon. 
mm-hmm. something like that. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, like one thing, sidestepping for a second here, but like Ultra Sun and Ultra Moon, I didn't see, I didn't see that coming. Um, I'm not really. I thought I thought it was an odd announcement, especially because it's it's like literally a year after the game came out. So like, if it's not for Switch, which we all assume that Pokemon Stars would be, then. What's the incentive to to rebuying these same games again, other than like it's, like it seems like it seems like a DLC at best that you're now paying full price yeah, for for a new game? It seems like it's a different story, is what they were talking about, and and I uh, actually got into a bit of a discussion with one of my friends about this. Is like I, I honestly don't see the pull of of Ultra Sun and Ultra Moon. Like I didn't get Black and White two. No. Um, I I you know it just doesn't. I understand that Black and White two had a completely different story, and I know what the story was. It's actually pretty interesting. I just. It's. I don't really want to play through the same region like again in terms of like, oh, it looks pretty much the same. Um, not a lot of change-ups to it. And, and you know, probably underpaid mm-hmm. for that. But I just, I don't see the pull well, the, the only third, Pokemon um, Sun and Moon. Yeah, the only third Pokemon game I've ever bought was Yellow back in the day. Um, other than that, I've never bought, like, I didn't buy Crystal, I didn't buy Emerald, I didn't buy um, any of those games. So, but this one well, I, I would have if it would have been on the Emerald. Switch. Yeah. Wow. And see if it, that that too. If this had been Ultra Sun and Ultra Moon, completely like updated graphics um, on the mm-hmm. Switch, then I'd be like, yeah, yeah that, I can understand why people want to go out and buy this. I just don't see these making as big of an impact as Sun and Moon did, because um, it seems like they're just reusing the same engines and the same graphics, and uh, it just doesn't seem like. You know, not that I'm just counting like a lot of takes... effort. To it. Well, yeah, I don't know. When, when you compare, you know, when you when you compare to what, well, if you go from X and I'll, y I'll say to this: if they were if they were going to do simple ports, like it looks like these games are, the Switch is where they should have done it because mm-hmm. at least then you had the incentive to to have it on the big screen as well as on the go. Yeah. So, I mean, I'm not, I'm not typically or particularly excited for them. I know there's a market for people. You know, they'll they'll buy every Pokemon game that comes out. Um, I'm more excited to see what we're gonna get from for the Switch. Uh, but mm-hmm. let's move on to Me probably what are the biggest announcements from E3. Um, and this is this is something that I predicted completely off the wall, and then uh, we didn't think it was gonna happen. This is something I wished and I dreamed for. Yeah, is that we are getting Metroid Prime Four for the Switch. All we have is a logo. Yes. Um, and it, we don't know if it's going to be good. The problem is we're all hyped up now. Uh, it's not retro that's doing the games, but it's it's they're doing a Metroid Prime Four. And if you watched the uh, Treehouse Live special, they were Samus also Samus Returns. Doing, yeah, the Metroid Two game. They're doing a remake of that game in a two point five D. Uh, special mm. and there's also a really cool. It'll, it'll kind of edition. be like a like a zero mission style for Metroid or for Metroid yeah, yeah, Two, yeah. which um, kind of makes sense why they shut down um, another Metroid Two remake as quickly yeah, as they did. If you're one of those people that's boycotting it because they shut it down, uh, the creators for AM Two AM Two R whatever um, have gone out and said that they don't want you doing that because this is what we've been asking for. We've been asking for, uh, honestly, if you're one of those people that's boycotting it, like grow up, like, come on, it's Nintendo's property. It's Nintendo's franchise. If they want to remake it, then that's I mean, their I'm prerogative. Upset that they you know? closed it down. And I, I played, uh, MR2. Um, or I'm always going to sp- say that wrong. I'm, I'm another Metroid prime or Mo- another Metroid two remake, another Metroid two remake. 
I, I always want to say arms for some reason. <laughs> no, not not that one. Uh, um, but they're making it. It's coming out for the 3DS, I think, this year. Um, September. Actually. Yep. Yeah, in September. Metroid Prime 4, tentatively 2018, uh, maybe 2019. We just know that it's coming out. Uh, Reggie even said that he just they don't really have... It's not too far into production. They just wanted to get this out there, um, let people mm-hmm. know if they were working on it. Um, I'm excited because yeah. I love the Metroid Prime games. I this am just so crazy. stoked. I'm so stoked. That was like I stood up and cheered when I when I read that. Like, oh, that feels and it feels so good. You know, I take your time, make <laughs> it. You know, you know, make it awesome. Um, I I hope. Like I, I don't really have any question. I think uh, I think it'll be good no matter what. But what I what I hope and what my worry is is that Nintendo will let it down like it did the last couple of Metro games with their lack of promotion, lack of spotlight. Um, well, I'm, I'm so I hope that doesn't happen here because the story and all for all intents and purposes, the story for the Metroid Prime series is over. Um, mm-hmm. Metroid Prime Three spoiler alert: you end up killing. Um, Dark Samus, which is Metroid Prime, um, taking the form and of you also, Samus. Yeah, you kill her on the planet of Phase, which produces all the Phase on, which is like the overlying uh, theme for all three games. But I think that they, yeah. I, I think that they only, uh, like I think it's going to be a Metroid Prime game in name only because it's going to control from the first person perspective. So I think they wanted mm-hmm. to make it clear that it was going to be a throwback to that style. Well, so know, it, it probably won't you, have anything story-wise to do, but if you look at the, the logo, the four is blue with like the, the phase and fire type. Um, yeah, but like that, that doesn't mean much. Cause I mean like Metroid prime hunters was a Metroid prime game and that didn't have anything to yeah, do with it, the story it either. It still technically took place within the Metroid prime timeline between like one, two and three in, in those games. Um, yeah. The thing, well, the thing I mean, is, and, like, and like, who's to say, you know, this could be, yeah, that's true. This could be something else that happened after the planet collapsed, or, or whatever, right? Just, just just knowing that they're making it. Yeah, I mean, I'm excited, me and that's that's a problem because there's there's a lot riding on this game, um, and yeah. regardless of if it sucks or not, everybody should go buy it because we just want to show Nintendo to keep making these games. Um, yep. Okay, quick plug, everybody. You can go. I just wrote a lengthy article on Metroid, actually, that I broke up into a couple pieces called the Metroid Conundrum. You can go check it out on my Twitter if you want to. I'll have more thoughts about it there. I mean, I'm I'm looking forward to this game. Uh, like you said, like oh, yeah. you did. I, I cheered whenever I heard. It. I was like, "There's there's no way this oh, is Metroid." Oh, I lost Prime. my mind. <laughs> I was like, "There's no way." And they're like, "Yep, coming for Switch." And I was like, "Well, well, you and know. not one, but two. Two Metro know, games two after Metro seven games. years and Amiibo. Yeah, that's that's crazy. Yes. So that, and that Amiibo looks damn good. It looks really good. Yeah. So then, uh, moving on from our from our speculate speculatory hype, um, something the, to bring us back down. There's the Yoshi game. Um, Yay. And I'm a little confused by the design of the game. Um, because it looks like Yoshi's story meets Yarn Yoshi, but the Yoshi looks like like a, a felt Yoshi. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I'm confused about the aesthetic of that game, uh, but I feel like, like we were talking about earlier with Kirby, that at this point they're like, well, Yoshi's... It's a franchise that, like, that hasn't really been a mainstay for consoles but you know it's 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 a cult classic like yoshi's island is one of the the, you know games people fondly remember um they remade it for the ds 
Um, and they've continued it on. They've continued the style. Um, Yoshi's Story, of course, that was a great, fantastic game. Uh, and, you know, I, I don't really know that much about the game. Uh, we saw some, some play style. It doesn't look like Yarn Yoshi. But, uh, you know, right now it's just called Yoshi. And it's for the Switch. Yeah. Um, I, yeah, like, like take everything I said about Kirby, but dial it back to a lesser extent, and that's kind of my thoughts <laughs> on Yoshi. Like, like, I like Yoshi more than I do Kirby. Um, but uh, it's it's probably not it's probably not like a, a game for me. That's that's not like my um, you know what, what I get excited about. Like I you know uh, Yoshi's Woolly Yarn or whatever that game was called. Like that game looked fun enough, but it just it didn't it didn't move the needle for me. So I, I'm imagining that this is kind of going to be a, somewhere in the mix of like Yoshi's Story and and that game. So. Like I was talking about with Kirby though, like Yoshi and Kirby at this point have become kind of like those, uh, uh, not like easy games, but they're, they're, they're the games that you could play with, with friends or like, you mm-hmm. know, with, with your family and not really, you know, super intensive, you know, co-op playing games. Like I tried playing Borderlands pre-sequel with my wife last night and that was an experience in and of itself. Um, mm-hmm. She's not a first-person shooter uh, player by any means, but you know we play like Yoshi or Kirby. That, that's something she can get into. Um, yeah, the, the gameplay so, is super simple, and it's definitely designed for younger gamers to kind of. And you know, what? like I respect, like I respect the Yoshi games for that targeting, like maybe mm-hmm. the younger gamers, because that's how you make a that's how you make a young kid into a into a gamer growing up is just by giving them those. I remember playing Yoshi Story when I was a kid, so. <clears throat> and I mean, they're fun enough, and they've got. You know, yeah. at, the, at the surface, they're easy. Uh, underlying, they're a little bit more difficult when you're trying to do certain things like collect everything or um, get yeah, each like story Yeah, if, if you're going to collect everything, story. it can be more challenging. But, uh, yeah. Um, yeah, like uh, I bought, uh, I so bought I Yoshi's New Island, and that game even is a little bit eh for me too. But, uh, you know, I can, I can definitely see why people appreciate them. Yeah. So let's get on to what we're supposed to talk about. Uh, Breath of the Wild's first DLC. Um, we got a little bit more about that. We got to see a bit more about it. Um, I'm not, you know, shocked by anything that they showed off. Uh, it looks mm-hmm. really good. The first DLC, it's coming out uh, June 30th. Uh, yep. So I think that's actually next week um, is where we're going to have this. I, I was really happy to hear that the hard mode creates a new save file um, so that you don't have to tamper with your current save file. Um which is nice. I'm interested to see to what extent it does that, whether it's yeah. a completely different game, like you have to start over, or if it just kind of clones it and makes it a hard mode. Um, because I would, I would imagine that you probably would have to start over. That would make sense to me. Because how would you... If you're if you're putting it in your Breath of the Wild file that you've already, for all intents and purposes, beaten, then there's probably mm-hmm. not much left to challenge you. What if, what if they completely... What if Ganon... Uh, the final boss between with Ganon is harder. Like they that'd changed be something. that. Yeah. Yeah, that know. would be something. Yeah, yeah. But like that wouldn't fix the fundamental problem though, because there is a difference between like a hard boss and a cheat boss. A cheat no, boss is like something that hits you for ten hearts. So a hard boss is you know something that you no, need to think about how to. Beat. I'm just interested because they're you know they've they've shown off a few things that they've changed. Uh, enemies can call in, uh, you know, flying forts. Um, mm-hmm. Stuff like that. So there's there's some Those gameplay so mechanic cool. changes, um, and so I'm I'm interested to see that. I'm really interested. I I love the trials um, that you go through, like in the Wind Waker, the Cave of Trials is one of my favorite parts of, of the original. Um, going yeah. through and trying to get the the 
uh, Triforce piece uh, map, uh, not the actual Triforce piece, but um, I, I like that. I enjoy it because it adds a, a sense of difficulty because you really don't have a lot of um, refill on your hearts, and especially for a game like Breath of the Wild, um, which is significantly more difficult in how it handles uh, you know, a lot of these things. I wonder if you'll be able to go in with your uh, potions and, and stuff like that, or if it's going to be another one of the um, Eventide Islands mm-hmm. and you go in with pretty much nothing uh, except for the Master Sword maybe and, and stuff like that. Yeah, I, I really hope that it's that it's something like that. Uh, Eventide Island was one of my favorite parts of the game. So just kind of surviving off your own wits and off the land was really... like It was a good way to showcase the strengths of Breath of the Wild and how that world can, be, can lend itself to difficulty too. So I hope yep. it's like that. And then we got... Uh, the a bit more on the second uh, DLC, the expansion with a story called the Champions Ballad. Um, it's going to feature the four champions of Hyrule. Um, they're each getting mm-hmm. their own amiibo, uh, which they all look great. It's just a little weird if you look at her bosses. She's got a pole sticking. She's got almost up. all of them have poles. I, I noticed that right away, and I just like for the life of me, I can't figure out why they're still making amiibo that need poles. Like if you know you're going to make it into amiibo, have them stand up straight. Well, like I could see Rivali's doesn't make too much sense. Um, no, Rivali's is okay. Um, Mifa, is it Mifa or Daruk that has Mi- this, another small one? Mifa is on like one foot, uh, so I understand that. Um, mm-hmm. Not much to tether her down. I mean, I guess all of them are kind of like that for a little bit of support. I'm just saying, like, if you look at her Bosa's amiibo, she's just got this pole sticking straight up her skirt, and it's just the looks weirdest like she's, looking It looks thing. like she's pissing out an amiibo stand. Like, <laughs> it looks bad. But uh, they do look great, though. They look really cool. Um, yeah, the amiibo probably, themselves are fantastic. They're probably going to sell real fast. So if you, I don't know if they've gone on pre-order yet. I've been staying away from collecting uh, amiibo as of late. Um, but I'm very interested to see where this DLC goes because, we, like, we talked about you and I once uh, a while back mm-hmm. that it might be a prequel, um, and that'd be cool to see. You know the four champions before they were you know ghosts or whether yeah you know or even a sequel where we see them you know taking back their physical form or uh maybe we I, I think it'll definitely one. be a prequel and i would hope that you would see and learn a little bit about how exactly their downfall occurred like we know how it occurred and when it occurred but we had we didn't see it we were just told mm-hmm. it so that would be my hope for this is that it uh it shows how and maybe explains how Ganon was able to uh, to take control of all those beasts. Yeah, I mean, it'd be I'm I'm very interested because this is the first time, I guess, unless you really want to count something like uh, the Oracle games, where we have a part of DLC um, yeah, that is sort of kind of yeah, that's that's new story content for a Zelda game. Um, that's po- that's at this point, as far as we know, a post story content. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't remember, uh, if we, if it said at some point, if it's going to be a separate file, um, it might be, um, to take place afterwards, but it is scheduled for a holiday 2017. Um, so that's, we're looking forward to that. Definitely. Uh, we'll be yep. covering that a lot more extensively whenever we get more news on it. Um, I, I, mean, I thought it was, I thought it was really neat when Cass's theme turned into the, uh, the main Zelda theme too. Yeah. That was, you know, uh, there's no reason to think this is going to be bad. It's going to be great. Um, yeah. If it's going to follow excited. the same thing. Yeah, I'm excited too. Um, you know, holiday 2017 is a great date. Um, the June 30th release for the first DLC will tie us over till then. 
Um, yep. Not that I'm saying that there's Devil anything else to play Devil Tide is over when uh, Xenoblade gets delayed till first quarter 2018. <laughs> so. so then moving on then, got another... This, this one caught me by surprise because this has been in talks for a while. Um, was that Rocket League might come to the Switch. Um, and because of Platonics, I think that's the... That, was that the guy that did... No, Platonics was the people that did a ukulele. I think so. Yeah. Yeah. Um, let me look that up because that's going to bother me now. I don't know why I don't remember that. Um, Psionics. Okay. Um, that's why I got that confused. So Psionics has been talking about wanting to put Rocket League on the Switch for a while, um, but there was really no indication that they were going to um, until we saw the sizzle reel at the beginning of the uh, Nintendo conference, and we saw mm-hmm. Rocket League alongside ARMS and Pokémon Tournament and, you know, all the, all the other, you know, smaller things that it showed off. Uh, more than that, though, it's confirmed that the Nintendo Switch version will be able to play with both PC and Xbox consoles. So there will be cross-console play with the Nintendo version, which is, you know, that blows my mind, honestly. That, that, that's, that's pretty awesome. On a Nintendo console. Uh, it's yeah. not even on a, a PlayStation console. Like, they don't have cross-play. This is happening on Nintendo. Um, I don't know how that's necessarily going to work, uh, unless it has its own, you know, user... It, it must have it. its own like lobby or something like that that just doesn't yeah. care what system you're playing on. Yeah, I'm. Uh, I'm um, so this is what this. Is it winter 2017. Yeah, holiday 2017. Um, I'm, I've been waiting on buying this game for a while. I'm probably gonna pick it up for the Switch. Uh, I, you know. So uh, I, I have I have like mixed feelings about this because I think that Rocket League on Switch and Skyrim on Switch too, for that matter, is a good thing. But like. It worries me because it continues the trend of like, you know, it's coming out way after it's already out on your competitor's consoles with, you know, a few extra features, sure, but like we were talking about a couple weeks ago, like, is that yeah. enough to make you want to wait? Like, is the Link costume in Skyrim enough to make you want to, like, like well, I don't know, it, it seems Skyrim, like the... I don't understand it. Yeah, but, I don't know. But for Rocket League, I can kind of understand it a little bit more. Like there might have been licensing issues. There might have been, um, you know, because they've been talking about wanting to get it on the Switch for a while. So once mm-hmm. the Switch came out, they were like, "We're very interested on in putting this on the Switch." Um, yeah. And so to me, that says that they were in the process of doing that while you know this was going on. And, and keep in mind that Psionics is still like an independent for all. You know, they're not a big first party studio. Uh, so they probably had to rework a lot of stuff with Rocket League. The thing, the difference between Rocket League and Skyrim is Bethesda's first, they're, they're a AAA company. Um, but yeah. also, we knew that they were coming out with Skyrim for the Switch back when the Switch was announced. Uh, so there's a bit of a disconnect there um, in how those were handled. But I'm, I'm excited for Rocket League on the Switch. Um, it's good that they're having something like this on there. Uh, because Yeah, it's definitely a good indication. But mm-hmm. I like... They, they just need it when it comes out, is, is I think, what they need. Yeah. Like, when Xbox gets it, Switch needs to get it, too. So then, uh, they of course, they spent some time on Super Mario Odyssey. Um, game looks really good. Um, beautiful looking game. Game looks bonkers in it the best possible ins- way. It looks insane. Um, the fact that Mario can possess things and human beings yeah. uh, with his hat... Uh, is a, a little unnerving. The, like um, it just, 
it, it looks bonkers. It looks crazy. <laughs> like it just, what was it, going on when they made this? Like <laughs> it looks, uh, looks pretty cool. Um, uh, it won so far, IGN's game of show. So there you go. Yeah, everything I've heard about it from people playing it and watching, you know, some some reactions to it is, is everybody thinks it's going to be great and everybody's played it says it's fantastic. Um, yeah. I don't. I, I can't I, wait to play it. I think oh, it's gonna yeah. be awesome. It has an October twenty seventh, uh, two thousand seventeen release date. Um, yeah, so which is which is great too. Sooner. That's like a month yeah. earlier than I thought it'd be. So uh, this, you know, so far Nintendo's pretty much been hitting it out of the park with all these with with E three announcements. Um, yeah. Not a lot. You skipped, to really... uh, you skipped Fire Emblem Warriors. Well, I was getting which is that. coming to three uh, DS and Switch. Yeah, I was I was gonna which... move down to that one in a second. Okay, okay. Because um, I want to talk a little bit about. Uh, that and Fire Emblem in general, um, but yeah, like any any other thoughts on Super Mario Odyssey? It, uh, no, I, I can't wait to play it. I think it looks absolutely insane. Um, and you know, October can't come fast enough. I know. I, I can't wait to play it. It's been it's been too long since uh, since an awesome you know 3D Mario came out. Yeah, something like this is going to be pretty pretty interesting. It's going to be weird seeing yeah. Mario next to. You know, humans though, which yeah. kind of begs the question: like, is Mario not a, a human? Yeah, I don't know. He's he's something. It's all, so, it's, uh, it's weirder seeing him next to humans than it is seeing him next to rabbits. Yeah. So then, uh, like you said, we're t- they they showed off the Fire Emblem Warriors uh, story trailer. Um, it honestly reminds me slightly of how Fire Emblem Heroes plays out. Um, in kind terms of, yeah. of the story with the, the two new characters um, recruiting people from other worlds into the game. Um, and it fits along with the story. Like It, it just reminds me a lot of that uh, and how, how Fire Emblem Heroes works. I uh, actually keep calling this game Fire Emblem Heroes. I've done it like more than a few times. That said, I'm very excited for it. I love Fire Emblem. Uh, they, they went out and talked about uh, you know what was in the game too. And the fact that there's, you know, there's no marriage system in this one. Um, but each character is going to have, um, interactions with each other. Like, uh, for example, Camilla can interact with Marth, um, type of thing. Like that's going to be cool. Seeing these characters from different eras, uh, talk to each other and just interact. Um, Mm -hmm. I'd be interested to see if it's actually full voice acted, uh, or if it's, um, just like the text, like you saw in the regular Fire Emblem games. Um, they may have said something I about that. I feel like it's probably going to be the text. Cause that's a lot of voices to pipe in. Yeah, that's true. Well, and we also don't know how many characters it's going to be. So far, we have, you know, we saw Ryoma, Xander, um, Marth, Krom, mm-hmm. Camilla. Um, we saw, like, maybe five or six characters. But if you look at the cast for uh, Fire Emblem, or for Fire Emblem, for Hyrule Warriors, when it first came out, just, just the original cast, it was a pretty big, expansive cast for that game. Um, mm-hmm. So I'm interested to see who all's in this because uh, there are a few notable characters. You know, you could think of. Oh, we also have Corin um, and Robin uh, in the game. Almost, almost everybody shown, I think, with the exception of Marth, was from um, the 3DS games too. So they've got a yeah. lot of other characters to go on. <laughs> and then you, uh, you have a new amiibo coming out for that as well. I think. From what I remember. I'm more excited for yeah. There's two amiibo. There's Tiki and Krom, and I have yeah. to say I'm more excited for the Krom amiibo than I am yeah. for Fire Emblem Warriors. Um, and then of Krom's course, awesome. they talked about uh, you know the the tournaments they're hosting during E3, which was 
actually one of your predictions, um, which you got right, uh, which was like completely out of the blue. I did not think that they were going to be like, yeah, no, we've got a Splatoon 2 and an ARMS and a Pokemon tournament um, going on. But you said, yeah, they're probably going to dedicate some time to it. And you were correct there. Mm-hmm. Uh, much to my chagrin, because they literally took a break from like coming off of some good announcements. So like, let's talk about the tournaments this week. Yeah, um, I, I was surprised that they didn't talk about uh, Splatoon 2 at all, though, in the, in the spotlight. Well, they, had, they had the direct for it. Um, and uh, I, I know that they had the... I, I figured they spent some time on it, though. Yeah. It, it makes sense to figuring that they had the, the tournament thing or whatever for it. So, I mean, it did get some, uh, it did get some love, but I'm really I thought we'd see a little bit more. I'm really glad they didn't spend more time on ARMS. Um, yeah. Yeah. And, and, like, I mean, that being said, I'm glad they didn't spend much time on Splatoon either. Yeah. Because, you know... More Metroid. Yeah, more Metroid, more everything else. So, uh, on to those results then. Um, You had a significant advantage than I did because you had way more than I did. Um, But we still both ended up tying, which was a surprise for me. And I had to take some things into consideration because some of the things were like, eh, if I give this to me here, am I going to be able to give this? um, I'll probably have to give this to you there. Um, So, that's Mm -hmm. what I ended up doing. Uh, So, we tied. So we both have four yeses and an infinite amount of no's. Because um, I'm not going to go through and count all those. Uh, I, just... I, I am shocked. I thought I had some safe picks in there that just didn't materialize. So I, well, thought, you, I thought I had, had a solid five. You did, and I thought I had a good one too. Like I, In this sizzle reel at the very beginning, they didn't show Mario at all. Uh, there, was, there was no Mario Odyssey in the sizzle reel at the beginning of the, of the conference. And I was completely shocked that they didn't yeah. do that. Um, and, uh, so, so some of the things we thought were pretty safe bets turned out to be uh, not so safe bets. Yep. Absolutely. But we ended up tying. So we're probably going to do, we're both going to do a punishment. Um, mm-hmm. I'm going to put a time limit on it I'd probably say within the next two weeks, we should get them done. Uh, done. yeah. And you want to go first? Tell me what you got lined up for me. Okay. So. You guys, if you're listening and you have any better suggestions, please let me know because I'm open for, you know, I'm open for feedback. But what I'm thinking is, let's see, you need to write, because I know that you're in charge of the fan fiction, <laughs> so you need to write an epic story about the Triforce Heroes, and which is Alfred's least favorite Zelda game, and uh, just talk about how courageous and what a great... What a great story! What a great world! What a great setting that game is! Just really pour your heart into a into a fanfic uh, about a fan this fiction. about that magnificent game. Are you talking like a love letter about it, or like write a fan fiction about it? Write a write a fan fiction love letter. Make it make it your own. Make it beautiful. So I'll I'll, I'll do a love letter. I'll talk about how great the game is. Uh, that sounds like what you want me to do. Is is write about how amazing the game is. Right, right about, uh, right about that amazing game and the and the, just a story. What it means to you personally? Okay, so I'll write a, I'll write a personal review on <laughs> Triforce Heroes about how great it is. Um, for you, I can see Darren cringing right now. Speaking of Darren, um, you have to write an editorial all about Darren. Like, all about Darren. All about Darren. You have to write an editorial about him, like Oof. examining who he is as a person, um, what he means. I to think he you. likes fish. 
Okay. So that's that's you. Uh, so am, I allowed, have... am I allowed to uh, to like to like uh, question Darren about some some details of his life? Sure, you can. You okay. just have to make it so over the top about him, and just go I into excruciating detail. Yeah, uh, I think I can do that. Yeah. So I'm I'm going into. I'm probably going to get a lot more hate for mine than you are for yours. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Why Why Triforce Heroes is the best Zelda game. And then I'm going to go into it, and I'm going to hate every second of it. <laughs> I'll start mine off. Uh, there once was a Zelda and former editor from Nantucket. And we'll go from there. So we, we went a little light on these, but it's okay. It's going to take us uh, some time to write out all this stuff. Um, we have a time limit, so we're going to be able to get it done. And we're going to be able to do it. That's right. And you'll be able to read it soon. So head on over to the website sometime. Keep up, keep updated. Uh, Absolutely. You don't want yeah. to miss these posts. No, no, they're they're going to be special. They're going to be special, and they're going to be filled with love. Uh, that, all I could say is mine's going to be special. I can't guarantee love. Oh, it'll be filled with love. <laughs> Lots of love. I I want to throw this back out there, but I cannot believe that Pokemon Tournament was announced. And Smash Bros. wasn't. <laughs> what? I know. That was one of your predictions, too, is that they were going to announce Smash Bros. Or at least I thought that that was, like, the, one of the safest predictions. And Pokemon mm. Stars, which ended up being Ultra Moon and Ultra Sun. Well, I kind of gave you that one because you said that it might not be called Pokemon Stars, but they were going to at least I, announce I kind of gave that to me, too, when I was looking over my picks. I, I gave myself, like, a half point for that. I don't well, know how you, you judged it, but... It, you said it's not going to be... You said your, your criteria was they're going to announce a Pokemon game uh, for the Switch, it, that, a Pokemon Stars in that type of game. Mm-hmm. Um, but it, it's probably not going to be called Pokemon Stars, and they might not even show it. They're just going to announce it. Um, and yeah, okay. I, I guess I that's with, pretty solid. That's what I did with Metroid, and that, that's got me, that got me a win, too. Um, yeah. So we, we both hit unbelievably and you know what the thing was i had it on my list of predictions too like they'll announce a new metroid game but i i was just like this is so unlikely i was like you take it you announce it <laughs> so yeah i was really shocked there's no smash bros announcement for uh that that was the biggest the surprise for me so I mean, it just seemed like it seemed like they were porting over every one of their games like why not smash bros that was one of your biggest sellers for the wii u which they might just i mean be isn't saying much one, but honestly i mean yeah it might be. I could see instead of Shulk, they add this character from uh, Xenoblade Chronicles Two. Um, they throw in, you know, new Pokemon. They throw in a character from Inklings. Arms. They throw in Inklings. I, I'm surprised that the Inklings weren't uh, DLC for for Smash. Yeah. Well, he already talked about uh, Sakurai talked about how he had most of the DLC planned from the get go mm-hmm. uh, for the game. So. It was a little. It wasn't shocking I, what we got, but so going back like like three years here, but I still call shenanigans. There is no way that Bayonetta won that character <laughs> contest thing. There's no way. Bayonetta is kind of okay, but like really. Mm-hmm. Anyways, but yeah, so uh, no no smash, but I think one's coming. I I believe well, one in my heart one is hearts. definitely coming in some form or fashion. Yeah, and it's gonna be. Uh, I like I at this point now I'm expecting more of a new game as opposed to a port because if it was going to be a port they would have announced it at the C3. Um, yeah. But we got our we got our punishments to work on. 
um, and editing this podcast and all that fun stuff. Uh, so thank you guys for joining us on our on our uh, comeback from our two week break. Uh, mm-hmm. Hopefully that won't be a problem anymore. Uh, don't think I'm gonna get married again anytime soon. Uh, we hope so. Yeah, I don't know about Andy uh, if he's planning on doing anything there, but. <clears throat> Uh, <laughs> <laughs> moving on <laughs> yeah so we'll see you guys later <laughs> see you guys alright bye bye